time for customers who click. As you've heard before in the podcast, SMS is fast becoming a really valuable and important channel for brands. But many brands are still hesitant about using it. It's a very intrusive channel, and so you do have to get it right to avoid unsubscribes and, more importantly, annoying your customers. Today, I've got the pleasure of chatting with Naveen Jain from Clavio, who is going to talk us through how to integrate SMS into your marketing automation alongside email and some of the big mistakes brands make so you can avoid them yourself. Let's get Naveen on now. Hi, Naveen. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, would you mind just introducing yourself? Give us a bit of your background and what you're up to today. Yeah, absolutely. And first off, thank you again for having me. Really excited to be a part of this. My name is Naveen Jain. I manage the customer growth team we, we have here at Clavio. I've been with Clavio for four plus years now. When I joined, I was around employee 100. Clavio is over 1,200 employees today, which is absolutely insane to be part of that growth. The team that I, I manage, we specifically focus on helping our customers see more value from Clavio. One of the main ways that we do that is by educating them on the SMS solution that we offer and helping them get that launched. I think there's loads of opportunity with SMS. It's something that I've been doing for, I don't know, six, seven years, probably. But previously, it was very much a export all the phone numbers from the back end, import it into some random tool that would then trigger them. We didn't actually have, I kind of want to say it was, as far as I'm aware, it was like pre-Shopify Clavio being actual like brands that everyone knew of and, and was a thing. So. Where do you see the biggest opportunity for D2C brands at the moment? Yeah, I think the number one channel that that these brands are looking at this year, if they haven't already started, is in fact SMS. And the reason for this is just with all the security changes that have taken place in the world with Apple and cookies and all of those different things, the cost increases with Facebook and Google. Um, brands want to be able to connect with their subscribers in a more meaningful way way through a channel that they fully own. And SMS marketing absolutely allows you to do that. You can easily ask for a phone number and consent through a sign-up form on your website. For those that are net new, you can collect like email and phone number using like a multi-step form. You could even ask for things like birthday and something that a lot of brands that I work with actually do is ask, do you want us to email or text you? Let your subscribers tell you how they want to hear from you. And then what's really cool is a lot of these brands have really good email lists. You can easily convert those email subscribers into SMS subscribers as well by sending them an email saying like, hey, if you're interested in exclusive opportunities, text join to our phone number and they can become an SMS subscriber that way. So I think SMS marketing is absolutely the number one channel and the way and the largest opportunity for growth for brands in 2022 and beyond because of the opportunities it's going to provide to them. Once you can once you start collecting consent from subscribers, these are going to be your most valuable subscribers because they want to hear from you. Think about it. How many brands do you sign up for and give your email to? Probably hundreds. If you're like me, it's probably in the tens of thousands. How many brands have I given my phone number to? A select few, but that's because I want to hear from them. So if your subscribers are giving you their phone numbers, they want to hear from you. These are going to be your best customers, you want to be able to follow up with them in a meaningful way and kind of have those like 
one-on-one interactions at scale, like send them targeted content, send them exclusive offers. So you don't have to like a lot of brands, like I don't have the margins to provide extra discount. That's fine. I actually don't think you always need to discount, send them an opportunity to buy ahead of time. So call that out. Be like, Hey, if you want to hear about our specials before everyone else, give us your phone number. And then let's say you're going to run a promotion next Wednesday send a text out to your SMS subscribers at Tuesday, say, thanks for being a VIP. Here's the promotion that we're going to be running. You get a 24-hour head start on everyone else. So I think that's why SMS is the number one opportunity for organizations to continue to build and grow their businesses. Yeah. And uh, we'll get in some actual tips you know, and, and you know, actionable stuff in a minute. But yeah, I mean, you're right. You get more value. The customers who are giving you their phone number tend to be more valuable from what I've seen. Every, every business I've been at where we've had phone numbers and been able to send SMSs, those have been the higher value customers because they are, they do tend to be a bit more engaged generally, you know, because they've been willing to hand over their phone number, but also the responses to SMS are better. And obviously it's crucial that you get it right. And we'll go into that in a minute. But I remember when I worked at GameSys, they were really good at, identifying all those value points for customers and they actually you know had a whole algorithm in the background looking at various things from how quickly did they play their first game after sign up how quickly did they make the deposit how many deposits did they make in the first few days but also are they opted into email sms phone call direct mail and all those points would would then combine to tell us how valuable we think this person's going to be within their first 7 days of being a player Super, yeah, it was really good. And one thing we did after GDPR hit, and uh, and kind of wiped a lot of our permissions, we obviously gave everyone the choice of opting into everything on sign up. Vast majority of people picked email. I think about a third of people picked SMS as well, which is actually great. But what we then did was we had a pop up on the website which said if you opt into uh, SMS, phone calls, and direct mail. For each of those, we'll give you a small bonus to use on the website. So incentivizing that because we knew that people opted in these channels are more valuable. Mm-hmm. And a- another message we were using initially on sign up was actually as part of that, I guess, value proposition for subscribing was members who uh, subscribe to email and SMS. I can't remember the exact word we use. It wasn't receive because everyone technically receives it. I think benefits from 200% more bonuses and promotions than than other players. So I think legally we had to offer it to everyone. So it wasn't, uh, it's not a case of you have to be opted into email to receive the offer, but it was just the case that if you weren't opted in, you didn't know about the offers. So that worked really well. And I don't see many brands doing that, many e-commerce brands doing it. E- either using the message, people who opted into email, sorry, SMS, receive X amount more benefits, more promotions, or just incentivizing it separately. And saying, look, we've got your email address. How do we get the phone number? I think a lot of brands tend to, they'll do that two-stage pop-up, right? Collect email, collect phone number. And if people don't submit their phone number then, that's the opportunity's gone and they they don't follow up. So yeah, let's get into SMS a bit more. It still feels like a lot of brands are hesitant about, about SMS. I think a lot of people just do see it as a bit spammy. So what's what would be some of your top tips on just how to get it right? the actual messaging itself, the actual, the use of SMS? 
Yeah, absolutely. And you're 100% correct in a lot of or in brands are, are hesitant to use it for a couple of different reasons. One, they may have they may not think like their brands brand is right for SMS and that their subscribers aren't interested in it or they have been burned before by SMS marketing, so like they signed up and then got inundated with messages that were not relevant to them, so they think that others are going to feel the same way. And it happens. It, this is something I hear all the time. And it's not wrong, but it's because people have been doing SMS marketing incorrect in the past. Oftentimes what happens is you think like, okay, I get a phone number. I'm going to send the exact same message to every single person who I have SMS consent for. You're basically doing like the, the batch and blast, but for SMS campaigns instead of email campaigns. Or you're sending, and this is probably the worst mistake, you're sending the exact same content through email that you are sending through SMS as well. I go to a website, I abandon my cart, I get the exact same email and the exact same SMS at the exact same time because either they're using, they're most likely using two different solutions and and they're not communicating with each other. So these are absolutely some of like the biggest challenges and why brands are hesitant to do it. Some of the ways to overcome this is first off, know that you don't need to send a message to everyone. If we all know that segmentation and targeting is important for email, it's a hundred times more important for SMS. And the reason for this is when my phone buzzes for an email, I don't check it right away. It can go to my spam folder, go to my promotions folder. Maybe it gets to my inbox, but I'm not checking it right away. When my phone buzzes for a text message and maybe I'm addicted and that's that could be something else, but most people look at their phone right away. If you're sending content to me that's not relevant to me, I'm immediately going to opt out because you've wasted my time. So I think the most important thing to overcome this is to send content that's relevant to these individuals. Leverage your data to segment. If you're going to send a promotion, maybe segment out people that recently purchased in the last seven or 14 days, because if they're not likely to buy again, don't waste a text message on them. If you're sending content for children versus the children's apparel versus adult apparel, and the promotion is on one of them, send it to a group that you know is buying from that specific collection that might be there. So get as targeted as you can. Send a different, send content that's relevant to those individuals. If it's a new customer, hey, we'd love for you to try this out. Or if it's a returning customer, thanks for being um, such a great customer. Here's another offer. Like just making sure that you're sending targeted content is really important. Another way to overcome this challenge. Sorry, go ahead. So, so yeah, just one thing I want to say about what you said about email and SMS. I suppose one way of putting it is kind of people check the email when they're ready. Right. So when they're putting aside some time to just scan through their inbox. So if they don't like the content, they are a bit more likely to just delete it. And and that's it. But with SMS, it's more like people are reading the SMS because the company's told them to. The company's interrupted. So they are going to open that SMS really quickly. And if it's not relevant, then they are more likely to unsubscribe because you have interrupted them. So you need to make sure that the, the SMS is worth that interruption. Uh, otherwise, yeah, like you say, you're, you're very quickly going to see those unsubscribes. Exactly. That's exactly correct. And I think like as we talk about email and SMS, like I think another mistake is that SMS is replacing your email strategy. It's not. It should be complementing it. And one of my team members made a statement that I absolutely love, and I've stolen it now and made it my own, but the best text message is the one you don't have to send. 
if someone is engaging with email content, why waste a text message on them? Um, it's phenomenal. It makes so much sense. If I have someone that's engaging with my email content, I'm not going to send them a text message. One, we know SMS is more expensive than email. And two, if they're engaging with that channel, why bother them through a text? If I'm not asking my subscribers, do you prefer email or text, which again, I think every brand should start doing. But if I'm not, and I see that they're engaging with email content, I'm going to continue to send them email content. I was working with a brand, um, and I know we're going to get into tips and tricks, but this one's too good not to share early. I was working with a brand that was using a, a separate platform for email, or excuse me, they were using Klaviyo for email and a separate platform for SMS. And what was happening was they were sending an abandoned cart text message to everyone. They decided to move everything over to Klaviyo. And in their abandoned cart flow, they set up a conditional split that said, if someone has opened or clicked an email at least once in the last seven days, do not send them a text message. They made the assumption that if someone is engaging with email content very recently, an email will work for them. They were able so actually to is reduce... That, is that, sorry, any email? Or is it if they open an abandoned cart email? Any email. This? Anything. It was any email. Yep. Because they wanted to take a very like wide range to this. And like, if they're engaging with any of our content, we're going to use email. They were able to actually reduce their SMS spend by 38% while still increasing conversions to the point that they increased their ROI by 8%. So they had a net ROI of over 45% just with this one conditional split in their abandoned cart flow. And that's phenomenal. Yeah. That's what all of the brands that I'm working with are now doing, those that are really leaning into SMS is they're seeing SMS and email don't need to compete when you complement them. Another thing that you could do is say, if someone hasn't engaged with email content, then send them a text message. So maybe you have a welcome flow that you've set up um, or a new customer flow. And there's two or three emails in that. If someone hasn't engaged with any of those emails, then maybe shoot them a text message if you have SMS consent for them. That way it gets them to engage with your brand. So there's a lot of ways that SMS and email can complement each other. And that's the most powerful way to leverage these channels. And I think it uh, kind of relates to something you said at the start about like announcing sales early. So another thing you can do is for all those people who haven't really been engaging, if you've got their email, their phone number, you can send them an SMS, which just says, it can just be something a bit soft, like, oh, keep an eye on your, your inbox. We've got a sale starting in 24 hours or something like that. I, I had an interview with Luxury Footwear Brands recently, and he was saying what they do is they actually tell people a sale is about to start, but they specifically say, just add stuff to cart. They're basically saying to people, look, go do your shopping now add it to cart. And then when the sale is on in 24 hours, 48 hours, just come back and finish the finish your purchase, which I suppose gives people that, that heads up that their sale is coming. So they don't miss it, particularly if it's a flash sale for just 24 hours. And potentially it also gives them the opportunity to do abandoned cart emails on the day of the sale, like specifically, I don't know exactly how you'd, how you'd trigger that, but yeah, just get people to come back on that day with the abandoned cart, which is recognizing that sale and say, look, we know you added this a couple of days ago. The sale is now on so you can complete your purchase. Yeah, that's, that's a great strategy. I think like informing subscribers of potential promotion, it also works super well with like product launches. So like be on the lookout for the new product drop or sending a text message about the new product drop. 
these are all phenomenal ways to like leverage this channel. The way that I like to think about it is like email is really good for content that can be like, or long form content, image heavy content. So like if you're running a new product or dropping a new product, email is phenomenal because you can include like three or four images of that product. Whereas an SMS is really like getting you to look at that email. So it's a great strategy. I think that's something that a lot of brands are using. I think like another way to leverage SMS um, really effectively is like back in stock. So if you're a brand that runs out of items quickly, collecting SMS consent through the signup forms or through different means. And then when items, people can sign up on your website for back in stock notifications, then when they come back, you can actually send them a text message like, hey, this is back buy quickly before it runs out again. And like SMS is so good for like the urgent type of content that you need to get in front of your subscribers. Yeah, it's uh, that's an interesting one, actually. I had a bad back in stock experience not too long ago. It's looking at a product which obviously very popular. It had a couple of thousand reviews, nothing too special, really. It was just a, like a ladder bookshelf, but it looked good, obviously really popular. I subscribed for the back in stock notifications and I saw the email about, I think about three hours after it landed in my inbox. And I was like, yep, sweet. I really wanted that. I'll go buy it. It was already out of stock again. But the actual issue they'd done there is they'd restocked three units, three for a really popular product. And then I got the explanation. They were restocking about 1500 in a couple of weeks, but for some reason they'd, they'd only brought three in. But also to give people an idea of how good back in stock notifications are, uh, the guy told me, uh, I, I think he said they had about three and a half thousand people on the list for that. So even on the restock, you know, there's a good chance they would have sold out pretty much immediately just on that back in stock notification. So I think, yeah, you, you, not only are they great generally, but if you can bring e uh, SMS into it and get people back to your site straight away, yeah, this is a huge, great opportunity there. Yeah, that's phenomenal. And I think that's the most that's the most important piece to this is just like you're making your subscribers, your customers experience better. And at the end of the day, isn't that what every brand's goal is? Because if you treat your if you treat your customers well, they're going to continue to come back to you. I, I don't know how you feel about the brand that only restocked three items if you're going to go back and buy from them, but this is, you're absolutely right. Like it's happened to me before. Like I was trying to buy a pair of shoes and my size wasn't there. I got a, uh, an email that like, Hey, it's back. Went on, tried to buy. And it was again, sold out. And I'm like, all right, I'm not coming back. Like th this is a headache. Like it's just not fun. I don't want to keep doing this. So they lost me as a customer, a potential customer. Or a customer. And I'm one that once I find a place, I'm never going to look around. I'm just sticking with that one. So I lost a customer that could be a customer of forever. So if you don't treat your subscribers well and you're not connecting with them in a meaningful way, like that's the biggest issue. And that's why I think SMS is so valuable is I'll also I won't say SMS is going to work with 100% of your subscribers. It's absolutely not. If anything, I typically tell brands that I work with between 10 to 15% of your email list will turn into an SMS subscriber within the first 3 months. So it's it's not a it's not a it's not even close to being the majority, but those that are, are going to be very valuable for you, like we've spoken about. But set the right expectations. This is not something that's going to like. You're not going to have 
hundreds of thousands, millions of people signing up right away. It's going to take time to grow. But if you treat these people well and you send them content that's relevant, they will continue to buy from you in a meaningful manner. So that's why SMS is just, it's so valuable. It's like, just let your customers tell you, how do they want to hear from you? I've spoken with brands that believe their demographic does not fall into SMS marketing world. They're either working with like individuals that are older or they're working, they just think that like, no, my my customers aren't interested. There is not a single brand in the world that will not have at least one person that's interested in SMS marketing. So why wouldn't you just give them the option? Don't replace email. Again, they shouldn't be competing. They're not replacing, but at least have the ability for your customers to subscribe to SMS. And if they're interested, send them content through that channel. That's my biggest, yeah, yeah, that's my biggest thing is every brand should try it. And worst case, so initially I I would probably look at uh, flows, right? That would be my go-to place if I was going to introduce SMS. So implement it, have a think about it, implement it. Okay. Worst case scenario, you've maybe spent a few hours or a day dotting a few SMS messages around your workflows and no one subscribes to them. But that's it. There's no cost because you haven't sent anything. So you're only going to start paying once you send. So there's no reason not to. No reason not to try it. No reason to give, like you say, no reason to not give people the option. Exactly. That's the most important thing. Just give them the option. Don't, you know, pull down your email sign up or anything like that. There's nothing like that. Just, give them the option. Yeah. So mistakes wise, obviously we've kind of talked about how to use SMS. So, you know, the mistakes we've kind of talked through a few of those anyway, but what about in the, the actual, like, I guess, technical setup or you know, setting them up in flows? What are, what are some of the mistakes you see brands make or what are the easy, what are the easy mistakes you can make without maybe without really knowing what you're doing? Yeah, I think one of the biggest mistakes, and I've said this a couple of times, but like people should start collecting SMS consent. And one of the biggest mistakes people make is they start collecting SMS consent. It's very easy to do. Just create a sign-up form, have people text into your phone number. Like in the US, they can do that. Um, like have a banner in your emails or on your social channels. There's a lot of good things. So you're collecting consent. A huge mistake that people make is they start collecting consent without turning on a welcome flow. And they're just like, you know what? I'm just going to build a a list of numbers. That's a huge mistake. And the reason for this is if I give someone my phone number, I want to hear from them right away. A, letting me know that they got my phone number. And B, like, if I get a text message from someone from a random number two weeks after I sign up, I'm not going to remember who they are. I'm not going to remember if I ever really signed up and I'm immediately going to opt out. So I think one of the biggest mistakes for brands that are just getting started is, again, start collecting consent immediately, but at minimum, turn on a welcome flow. If you're using Klaviyo, just add an SMS to the existing welcome flow you have. It's, it takes less than five minutes to do so. Super easy. Just ha- let your subscribers know like, hey, we heard from you and this is what you're going to get. If you're, like you said, you're offering an incentive or something like that to get people to sign up, get the incentive to them right away. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, okay, I get 10% off if I give you my phone number. And then I get an email, excuse me, I get a text message a week later with my coupon. Like that's that's a waste of time and and worthless to me. So like, follow up on what you're saying you're going to do. Yeah. Like you say, even if it's just a quick welcome and then maybe try and dot one or two elsewhere. So that they 
they don't receive just one SMS and they're waiting rages. But one, one other thing to just to consider on the GDPR side, at least, is if you don't contact someone for six months, you lose your opt-in permission. Now, I don't believe that's channel specific. So if you're emailing them, you're still, but if you're also not emailing for whatever reason, or, or if that person opts out of email and stays opted into SMS, if you don't then send them an SMS for six months, you lose that right completely. So you'll then just lose your database. So it's important yeah. to just keep on top of it, keep it like keep people warm on it at the bare minimum. Yeah, exactly. And think about how much you invested in getting those phone numbers and getting those emails and, and you're not going to send and you're going to lose them. Like that's just, it's not worth it. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your resources. So you absolutely want to make sure that you follow up with individuals. And another, you asked about mistakes. I think another mistake that happens is like, we think about SMS as just like, the urgent channel. It's like, well, we may send a promotion, a text about a promotion, and then we don't run another promotion for three months. So we don't send anything in those three months. Again, people are going to forget about you. People need, you need to build a cadence. So it, it doesn't have to be promotion sending. Like I, I think something that I've seen the most successful brands using SMS, I'd say probably 30 to 40% of their messages are promotions the rest of them are more educational or life cycle. So I was working with a fitness equipment brand and I think it was two weeks or a week after the order was fulfilled, they would send a text out saying like, here are some um, exercises to use with them or to do with the machines. And then three weeks later, they had a check-in like, hey, how's everything going? And then I think it was like six weeks after they asked for a review and actually user-generated content that they could then use for future emails that they were sending out that they're like, hey, give us a review, post a workout, whatever you might, whatever it needs to be. And that was phenomenal because it just, they didn't try to sell anything. Like again, the fitness equipment is expensive, so there, but there are add-ons that you could buy, but they built a following that was like, I trust these people. Like, And then when they would send a promotion, like, hey, you bought this big equipment, don't forget about the racks or the weights or whatever else you might need, the towels. People are like, yeah, like I'm going to get this. So they did like, they played the long game. They sent messages that cost them money and wasn't necessarily driving sales immediately, but they built up such a good following that people are now like, yeah, like I trust this brand. If they tell me to buy it, I'm buying it. Yeah. And also just to add to the, if you're asking for that UGC, a lot of the time that's going to be, that's going to have to be taken on the phone. Right, they'll take a picture or a video on their phone. So if you send them the SMS saying, would you mind leaving us a review? They click that link. It's just an immediate, the phone's in their hand. They're on that link. They're literally at the point where they have to just press record and uh, and, and take that video. So that might even have a, a positive impact on getting those richer reviews in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like in the US, at least through Clavio, and we'll launch this in the UK in the near future, but you can actually have like two-way conversations with individuals. So another cool trick about this or another cool tip for SMS is like for high ticket items, like fitness equipment, jewelry, furniture, things like that, having a SMS in a flow around browse abandonment. So if someone is browsing like a high ticket item, you could set some, I was working with a, a jewelry brand where if someone had looked at the same product three times in the last two weeks, they actually sent a message to them saying like, hey, if you have any questions, feel free to text us and we'll get back to you. They almost turned it into like 
a sales call where think about it if you're looking to buy like an engagement ring you're not going to just like you need you probably have you want to have a conversation this yeah. place actually had some physical locations so like they were like hey if you're nearby feel free to come in and that was so cool because like people were just like yeah like i like can i get this color this cut like sizing what happens if it's not the right size and it was great because you could have that like actual conversation with your subscribers before they made the purchase before they felt like they bought the wrong thing like you were helping them and i don't have actual numbers on it but i'm sure that when you're talking to people you can actually work with them on getting a better product for them which might be a little bit more expensive and but then that's good for the brand but you're setting up your customers to to make the right purchase which is so important because then they'll go and tell everyone else and leave really good reviews yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that final bit is key as well, right? They've it's something I talk about all the time when I'm talking about conversion, right? People are buying the right product because they're convinced it's actually the right product for them. And a conversational SMS is a great way of doing it. I ran um some basic conversational abandoned cart for a client not too long ago. Fantastic. I, I think the conversion rate was about 20, 25% on average week by week. I have a feeling we managed to bring the average order value up as well. And it was literally just a case of, oh, I noticed you were looking at this product. Do you have any questions about it? And then seeing what they come back with. And if they weren't happy, then we would respond with some kind of USPs. You know, it's going to be free delivery if you spend over 50 quid, I think it was. There's free returns if you don't like it um, for 30 days and, and then 100 days it got switched to. And a couple other points. And then there were, depending on the product, there were some specific sales points about the products that they'd been looking at. Initially, I think the conversion rate was actually about 35%, but that was by offering a discount pretty much straight away, which was a bit... I, I think the initial message basically said, I noticed you were looking at this, would a discount help? And obviously, everyone's going to say yes to that. Uh, whether or not they're going to buy it, not sure, but everyone's going to respond yes to I'll have a discount. So I, I removed that, got them to put it at the end of the flow. So about the fourth or fifth kind of scripted message, depending on what the customer said. And yeah, conversion rate dropped to about 20, 25%, but we were then saving 10, that, the 10% the discount code uh, and quite often upselling. We would say, well, if you buy two of these products, because it's something you, you could buy two of, that's enough for free shipping. So yeah, exactly. And and these are small things that like can make a huge, like you said, can make a huge difference for brands. Like don't, and this is something that I've always thought about, but like I see too many brands that have like the same abandoned cart for, and I'm not talking email or SMS. I'm just talking like for anything, for every single person that abandons their cart, they're offering a discount. Whereas with tools, and again, I'm at Clavio, so I know Clavio really well, but like in Clavio, you can split your abandoned cart up based off the value in the cart. So to me, a customer that has $50 in their cart is very different than a customer that has $500 in their cart. Someone who has $50 in their cart, maybe I offer them free shipping or 5% off. Whereas someone who has $500 in their cart, maybe I offer them 10% off to like lock in that deal. And then you can start splitting it. And then that's when you can start getting really focused on like the different channels. If someone has $500 in their cart, I probably want to send them a text message if I have consent. And through Clavio, you only send to people that you have full consent for because deliverability and compliance is the first and most important thing that we're focused on. So, but people who've given you their phone number, like send them a text message, like, hey, do you have any questions? Let us know. Happy to help. Or that's when you include the incentive for those individuals because it's a higher value. So you're absolutely right. Targeting is so important. And I think that's what like, that's a, Thing that brands miss and and yourself and others 
continue to help brands, but that's something that we should absolutely all be leveraging is like targeting as much as possible. Because when you can have, it's tough to say one-to-one conversations, but it's kind of closer to one-to-one than like one-to-many because you're getting so specific. It makes them feel so much more special. Yeah. I've with abandoned carts, I've also tested abandoned carts that focus more on the products and the value of the product. So it's not just, oh, you left this in your cart, remember to come back and buy it. And then eventually, oh, you left this in your cart, would a 10% discount help? It's, you know, this is our this is our hero product. So let's put a bit of an explanation on why this product is so great and see if people had misunderstood something or maybe there's a message around free shipping. If the, if your the value of the cart is above the free shipping threshold, then just push that message as well and say, you're going to get free shipping on this order. And focusing on those messages have worked really well. There's always some people who will you know continue through the flow and then eventually get a discount after you know two or three emails. The discount is, from my experience, discount is rarely the reason people have abandoned the cart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's a great call out. Like, pushing the right product for them or a product that you know is going to be more valuable. I think that's huge. And that that's really valuable. Yeah. So I just want to talk about fitting SMS in with email a bit more. Have you got any other examples on how you would look at kind of getting SMS into the flows in a way which complements email? Yeah. I mean, I think we've talked about the abandoned cart one of a few different ways. I think some of the other ways to do it, welcome flow, obviously that's the first one. So welcome flow and the abandoned cart flow are where you want to combine email and SMS together. If someone signs up, send them a text message and then an email for abandoned cart, like split it based off the value in the cart, the incentives that you might be offering and include SMS there first. Some of the other ones um, back in stock, leveraging SMS and email together is really important because again, you want to give your subscribers the best experience. Reviews are really helpful. I think combining like email and SMS together. So like for like post-purchase, like review flows, having like a couple emails go out because that way, like they can, you can link them back to the right place. You can give them some like, this is what others have said and have an email with that. So that way they're more responsive and, and probably will give you a review more often. That's really valuable. But then if they don't include an SMS, let's say they don't engage with those emails, then shoot them a text message being like, hey, do you have any questions? How's the product working? Do you mind giving us a review and, and kind of including that there? I think something that a lot, something that I've advised a lot of brands on doing is like, if you're going to run a promotion, instead of sending a text message out to everybody, what you could do is send out an email to everyone and say like, hey, we're running this promotion next week. Make sure you check us out. And then you create a segment of anyone who did not engage with that email 20, within 24 hours and then send that specific group a text message. Instead of sending a text to 50,000 people, let's say you send an yeah. email and then 40,000 don't engage, then your text is only going to 40,000, which might not seem like a lot. But again, SMS marketing is more expensive. The ROI is absolutely there, but it is a little bit more expensive. If you can not have to send a text message to an individual because they engage with your email, why not do that? So that's another way that like leveraging email and SMS together is, is really valuable because you don't need to send a text to everybody. You really don't. And you shouldn't. You should absolutely be doing like segment uh, segmenting those subscribers and sending content that's more relevant to them. Yeah, I think that's, that's the key message from this whole thing, isn't it? Really, you know, just because you've got their phone number doesn't mean you have to bombard them with messages. It is a more intrusive channel. So be careful. You are going to interrupt people. So if your message is not relevant, 
you're going to lose them, right? Is there anything else you want to add about? No, I think that the number one thing, just, just try it. Every brand should just try it. That's really the biggest thing. There's no brand that shouldn't be at least attempting to collect consent and have a welcome flow. And then just start adding it into the other flows that you have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. So just a couple of quick uh, questions before we end. Uh, is there anyone in the D2C space you'd want to have for lunch with? Ooh, a brand or a person? Can be either. If you don't know the person, but you just want to be, it, you want it to be someone from a brand, the, the brand is fine. Oh, that's a great question. I haven't thought about having lunch with anyone for two years now, so I don't even know how to answer this. That's <laughs> a that's a great question. I will. I, I'd, I'm going to give a very cheeky answer. I'm going to say you. It's been great having a conversation oh. with you. So I'd love to get a, I'd love to get lunch with you. Too kind. <laughs> Thank you. And cool. Finally, obviously, apart from Clavio, have you got any marketing tools that you'd recommend people? I mean, a lot of a lot of organizations like I don't know if this counts as a marketing tool, but like GA Google Analytics is absolutely yeah. really important just because attribution there's so many different channels that are there so that's something that i think is really valuable there's a there's a ton of tools like for quizzes and things like that you can leverage so i think like yeah there's a lot of there's a lot I'll, instead of giving actual tools what i'll talk about is like the different types so i think quizzes and surveys are really valuable something that i'm actually seeing become really popular is like direct mail because everyone mm-hmm. is getting so many emails and there's text messages as well direct mail is really valuable it's like finding a tool that can like integrate with your ESP, that's really valuable. So like, I think those types of tools are really important for uh, for brands to be leveraging, like surveys, because you want to get as much data on your subscribers as possible. And then direct mail, just cut through the noise, like your big promotions that you're launching. Yeah, yeah, I've done loads of direct mail. So it's great fun. And uh, again, it's an, another channel where the tools are becoming more and more available to automate it. So I've used some tools that, that have integrated with Clavio. So you can just trigger abandoned cart direct mails or you know, just someone's not made a purchase for 30 days. So send something off. Yeah. Loads of opportunities there as well. Awesome. It's been great stuff. Thanks so much. If anyone wants to reach out and find out more, what's the best way of doing that? Yeah. Um, if you're interested in Clavio, just go to Clavio.com. Um, we have a ton of SMS documentation there. If you're interested in connecting with me and Bill, feel free to share my LinkedIn, my email with others. Um, you can, you can find me on LinkedIn, Naveen Jane. I'm on LinkedIn. My, uh, my, Tagline is SMS all day. So it's really easy to find me. Um, happy to connect with anyone and answer any questions, provide any guidance. I think SMS is just a channel that every brand should be using. So I'd love to connect with those that, that are interested in that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you're thinking about using SMS, really think about how you engage with brands yourself. How many brands do you give your email to? And how many brands do you give your phone number to? Assuming they ask for it, of course. I bet it's at best one in 10 get your phone number as well. And that's probably because you're a bit hesitant about giving away a more intimate contact detail. You don't want to get spammed and your your expectations are probably quite low. You need to use SMS much more carefully and more strategically. And if you get it right, you'll reap amazing rewards from it. It's not a replacement for email. It should complement it. And that alone should give you an idea of how it should be used. While it's okay to send your promotion, SMS has a far more value as a relationship building channel. If you'd like to speak to Naveen about how SMS can work for you, reach out to him on LinkedIn. Any other podcast questions, feedback or guest requests, please send them over to will at customerswhoclick.com or uh, DM me on LinkedIn. Next up, I've got Frederick Valleys joining me to talk about how brands can stand out in the PPC space when the barriers to entry are pretty low and everyone's got access to the same tools. But until then, keep those customers clicking. (laughs) 